It's your boy, Derek Silver. I'm back. And this is a taste to consider podcast. Slide on a pimp gang with my pinky ring. A lot of gang, a lot of just in the icy chain. Why you claim that you rich? That's a false claim. I'll be straight to the whip, no baggage claim. Whole lot of styles, can't even pronounce the name. You ain't got no style, see you on my Instagram. I'll be rocking it like it's fresh out the pan. Only when I'm taking pics, I'm the middle man. Walk, talking like a boss, I just lift a hand. Three million cash, call me Rain Man. Money like a shower, that's my rain dance. And we all in black, like it's gangland. Say the wrong words, you be hangman. Why me stick to your b- like a spray tan? Uh, Mr. What kind of car you in? In the city, love my name. Gotta say, she can get a taste. She can get a taste. What did you say? It's all the same like Mary Kate. She can get a taste. Let you get a taste. Do you love the taste? Yeah, that's cool, but he ain't like me. A lot of girls like me, like wanna fight me. Get your, get your check like check Nike. Me not icy, that's unlikely. And she gon' me like a like a icy. Uh, chains on the neck for the whole team. And I feel like Gucci with the ice cream. And my bitch with the Fenty, not the Maybelline. I'm the black JB, the way these bitch green. Make the green. <laughs> Pretty little thing. Like my A.E. Say, yeah, that, that I mean. She can get a taste. She can get a taste. What did we say? It's all the same like Mary Kate. She can get a taste. Let you get a taste. Yeah, that's cool. And I'm back. I'm back to give you guys another taste another taste to consider yes it's been a little while and as i told you on the last episode that i was gonna do uh an episode two episodes a month so it's july this makes the first of july kind of kind of late later than I probably would have wanted to, but <clears throat> you know how that goes. Everything don't always go according to our plan. So, and but it lined up very perfectly, as I've stated in <laughs> my last episode. Um, how things just lined up very perfectly. So, because originally I already had uh, the topic for this third episode and what I was going to talk about had it all planned out and everything had it planned out <clears throat> excuse me months in advance but then something popped up something popped up and I just I was just like man I got to talk about this so I had to put that other that other topic on the back burner but I'm still going to get to it but probably in August because uh the second episode in July I plan to have a guest, my first guest on a Taste to Consider podcast, and that that should be a good one. It's going to be for the fellas to learn something new, you know, um, 
as I stated in the last episode, that uh, a lot of my focus has been on the mental health of overall, just mental health advocacy overall. But I started to feel like I needed to direct it a little bit more towards the black males because of the things that I've gone through, the things that I I still uh, go through to this day. And a lot of the things that I see peep fellas around me go through. And <clears throat> I feel like it, it's just calling me just to focus on the black males. So a lot of the topics probably will be geared towards black males. But, you know, all this stuff will help everybody involved because, you know, uh, individually when you're getting yourself together, you still have to deal with relationships, relationships with anybody, uh, your significant other, your work relationships, day-to-day stuff. It don't matter. Just going to the daggone store, you're going to have to deal with somebody, and that's that's a relationship. So, you know, I'm just, I'm going to focus on the black males. Uh, so this episode is going to be very interesting because uh, I'm going to go into how it it all came about. But let me get to uh, what cigar um, I'm smoking right now. And I picked this up today. Uh, it's a diesel whiskey row. And it's pretty, it's pretty good. Uh, it's not too strong. Uh, so far, it's it's it got it has a good taste, not a not a, a overwhelming taste. Um let me take a puff real quick. Yeah, it has a has a good taste to it. <clears throat> not overwhelming. Um I seen it a couple of weeks ago when I uh went into the cigar shop to buy my cigar for the previous episode. Uh, never seen a man cry. If you haven't listened to that episode, check it out. Um, and I said I was gonna come back and get this one, so I picked it up, and so far so good. Excuse me, excuse me. Going into that burp now, I can talk about what I'm sipping on, and what I'm sipping on is a good combination, uh, a staple in the the drink community, so to speak. Uh, Jameson and ginger ale. Uh, <laughs> for argument's sake, the the second best combination, next to Henny and Coke. <laughs> but um, yeah, this is what I'm sipping on this episode. Uh, Jameson and ginger ale, and my cigar is a diesel whiskey row. <sighs> so, I'm back. Yeah, so. <laughs> Like I said, I already had a topic in place that I had planned out, you know, uh, I basically walked through the whole show in my mind of how it was going to go. But I was on social media, uh, I don't, was it earlier this week? Uh, It was either earlier this week or late last week. I was on social media and I came across this post, and I'm going to read it right now. 
And it says, men have built in self-care, dot, dot, dot. It's called women. Men don't have to worry about finding time for self-care because women take care of a lot of their world, so they tend to not feel like they are neglecting themselves. So I saw that, and it, and it hit me a little bit, and I'm like, it, I kind of felt it in my chest a little. I was like, ah, I didn't, it didn't sit right with me. So I saw it in somebody's Instagram story, so I clicked on it on the Instagram story to go to the person who posted it. So I, I saw the person who posted it, but then I saw that she tagged and reposted it from somebody else. So I went to the original poster, and in her caption, this is what she said. She said, there will be a man who will argue with me about this while simultaneously ignoring all the women around him, telling him this is true. Of course, this isn't true for everyone, but on the macro level, there are no lies here, and I love men. So I said to myself, do you really love men? <laughs> that's, that's, that, was my, that was my first thought. Do you really love men by saying this? So I'm going to preface this by saying this is not, this, this episode and the things that I'm going to say is not going to be attack, an attack on this, this black woman and any other black woman that I saw commenting on this and saying, woo child, oh, you so right, there are no lies there, da-da-da-da-da. And even, it just wasn't black women. It was every woman. Because I, I went through the comments. And I usually don't get caught up into all this stuff. But it was something about this post that hit me the wrong way. And not because I was offended, but because I felt like we need to do better. I felt like the post was divisive. I felt like it... Uh, was part of the continual um, tug of war between man and woman, particularly, particularly the black man and the black woman. So this is not attack on anyone. I'm going to address this post from uh, a couple of angles, and I took some time after after the after my initial feelings being involved cuz i read it i read the post a couple of times just to see if i could if i was reading it wrong if i was taking offense to it if i was taking it too personal and after reading it several times i said to myself yeah i'm not taking this personal i have a uh a much more bigger outlook on this post as opposed to um, why is this woman bashing black men? Um, so 
Let me get into it. Granted, the original poster in her caption, she said, of course this isn't true for everyone. So she said, she, she, she basically said that, you know, this is not every male. But the problem that I saw in this was, even though you put it in the caption, you took the time to type this post up because this is from the notes section of the iPhone where it was typed up at. So this is, wasn't a post that was already out there in social media land that was just reposted several times like normal stuff is on Instagram. She took the time to write this in her notes and she said, men. So I felt like you ha she needed to be more careful with the, uh, the initial posts and her caption because the initial post contradicts what her caption says where she's saying this doesn't mean everyone but most people don't read captions i'm gonna tell you that right now most people don't read captions they look straight at the post if they like it they're going to like it and if it touches them in some type of way they're going to repost it <clears throat> excuse me so I felt like she needed to be more careful because the post was too general and it put a claim on all men because most people wasn't reading that caption because the, the, the first moment that I saw this post, it was just a post. She didn't repost the caption from the original, she just reposted the post and said, I see no lies here. See, and that's, that's, that's a problem in social media. Land. <laughs> People have their own interpretations and they, per, they perceive things in their own way, which is fine because we're all different. That's what's supposed to happen. But we have to be careful with stuff that may be, um, you may think that it's uplifting to the, <clears throat> to whatever party that you're involved in, whether you're a man or you're a woman, because men do it too. They post stuff that generalizes all women. And it just adds to the tug of war between black men and black women because that's where I mainly see it and not to say that other people don't do it but as a black male I follow majority of black people so this is what I'm what I'm going to see so like I said after I've read it I read it a couple of times and I had and I felt like what the person was trying to speak about uh, was the roles of male and males and females. 
but they did a poor job of articulating that by putting, um, excuse me, by putting self-care into it. So I felt like the person was speaking on the male and female roles. So you, so you think about tradition, and you think about the traditional roles of a man and a woman. And if this post was articulated a little better where it didn't involve men and their self-care and totally focused on the roles of a, a man and a woman, then I could have, I saw, I would have been able to see where she was coming from more clear. Because you do have a situations where uh, in a relationship, a woman is too steeped into the traditional role of a woman, the traditional role back in the 50s and the 60s where the woman does all of the household <clears throat> all of the household duties and the man is basically sitting around on the couch. He goes to work, come home, sitting on the couch, waiting for his dinner, where my dinner at type thing. Uh, the woman's washing the clothes, uh, taking care of the kids, all that stuff. Then I could see where she would be coming from because you see that a lot because um, even though we're in the 21st century, it's kind of like we're still stuck in the 20th century the the roles of a man and a woman haven't necessarily evolved <laughs> that much. So you still have women doing a lot of the work in the household. And some women, they enjoy doing that. That's 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 part of their nature, you know? And a lot of times I have seen a lot of males take advantage of that. So I will I will never argue about men taking advantage of a woman's quote unquote traditional role in a relationship or a household. So I know that 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 element is there, but I feel like that's what the the person was trying to convey, but she did it poorly, and I believe that it hit me in a certain way because of the last episode that I, I had, which was Never Seen a Man Cry, and I talked about how it's such a stigma with men and a greater stigma with black males where we have to be so strong, uh, we don't show our sensitive side we're not in touch with our feminine side we don't we don't know our feelings we don't know our emotions and i felt like this post was dismissive of a man's self-care so i spoke on the ig post in the caption i've gone into the roles i'm looking at my outline by the way <laughs> So now uh, I'm going to go into men and self-care. And 
particularly I'm focusing on the black male because I'm taking it from the point of view of myself as well as uh, the other black men that I have been around and the black men that uh, I've had experience with as far as listening to their uh, feelings or complaints or whatever. So... Black men don't know nothing about self-care. <laughs> they they truly don't. We don't know anything about self-care. The only thing that we know about self-care is what we see from women and what they call their, their quote-unquote self-care, which is getting their hair done, getting their nails done. <laughs> and to be honest, not to attack anyone, that's really, is that really, think about it, ladies. Is that really what equates to self-care for you? Because self-care is, is very personal. And a lot of the self-care that I, I see a lot that women talk about is a lot of the same things. It's like women are all following the same self-care regimen. And that's not good because, like I said, self-care is very personal. And as individuals, you should have your own self-care regimen. You should have different avenues of self-care. And I'm only saying this because of what I have learned in the past few years about myself with uh, healing from my mental illness and going to therapy and just getting more in touch with who who I truly am. And like I said, a lot of men don't know what self-care is. They they really don't know what self-care is. Excuse me. And that that comes from them not knowing themselves. And I'll attribute that to them not being in touch with their 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 feelings not being in touch with their feminine side not knowing what they're feeling how they're feeling how to process those feelings so you can't truly know who who you are as a man and how can you figure out what what you need to care for yourself because it's it's tough being a man especially a black man because as i talked about in the last episode never seen a man cry um our our emotions are blanketed as being maybe one or two things, us being angry or being aggressive. But those aren't really healthy emotions. Granted, you're gonna you're gonna be angry and there's times that you may be aggressive, but that isn't the full range of emotions or feelings 
Um, I I went to therapy. Uh, what was it? Monday, and I talked to my therapist, which is a a woman and a black woman, and she gave me a list previously, and and the two lists that she gave me was pleasant feelings and unpleasant feelings, and it was a whole list of stuff, and she told me to you know keep keep those lists with me and go through those when I when I'm going through certain situations so I can understand exactly what I'm feeling. And it helps so much because even though you're as a man you know you're feeling something, you don't you don't you can't put a word with it. And by putting the word with it, you can understand exactly what you're going through. So if like if I have an unpleasant feeling of being unappreciated Usually in the past, that will come out as me just being angry. I'm being angry, and I'll have an attitude with the person who I feel like is not appreciating me. But by putting an actual word with it, saying, okay, in this situation, I feel unappreciated, I can process those emotions healthy and not be attached to the anger or that attitude that I'm having at the moment. And, excuse me, I feel like, like I've already said, this post was dismissive of a man, his feelings, and his self-care. Because by this post saying, I'm going to just read the post over again. It says, men don't have to worry about finding time for self-care because women take care of a lot of their world, so they tend to not feel like they are neglecting themselves. One, like I've already said, majority of men don't know what they're feeling. And that's an inside thing. So, in the post is saying women take care of a lot of their world. That's external. So how how can something that's built in, how can something be built in if you need to look to an outside source? It, that doesn't make sense. You know, um, in a relationship, a woman, in any, you know, in a, in a relationship, a woman does have play have her role and she does a lot of things externally that can complement the things inside of us but ultimately it it still is external uh it's kind of it's kind of superficial to think that naturally what a woman does externally is going to make a man happy because like I've already said self-care is is personal and if a man doesn't know what he's feeling then he doesn't know what his self-care is then how is a woman on the outside fulfilling anything 
on a man's inside. It it just doesn't it doesn't make sense. Is the post is very dismissive, and I feel not feel I know that's why I kind of took offense to it, not on a personal level, but on the level of we have to stop dismissing men and their feelings. So this is basically a continuation of what what I talked about in the last episode. It's, it's just a continual cycle of men's feelings, emotions being dismissed and looked and looked past. So it'll continue it, it will continue to be a situation where where men will shut down and have this stigma of thinking that they they can't show any emotions. And the longer that they go without showing any emotions and processing their feelings, the harder it's going to be to come up out of that. They're going to have to unlearn so much stuff and relearn what their feelings are. I mean, that's, that's basically what I'm doing now. I'm going through my healing process, I'm going to therapy, and I'm discovering who I I'm truly am. So in the couple of years, excuse me, that I've been going to therapy, I've been having to figure out what self-care means for me. So I'm going to just talk about some of the things that I do. And... One is meditate. I meditate a lot. I need it. Like I've talked about in the past how meditation has saved my life. It brings so much peace to me. (laughs) It really does. I can just meditate for five minutes and I'll be cool. Um, Going to the gym, that's self-care to me. Um, Writing, that's self-care for me. Listening to music, that's self-care to me. When I'm in the house by myself, uh, listening to music and dancing to that music, that's self-care for me. Drinking tea. Like, drinking tea is, I look at it like that's a spiritual experience for me. Like, when when I sit down and make tea and drink it, it brings so much peace to me at the moment. It really does. I look at that as one of the top self-care things for me. Drinking tea. (laughs) Um, Some other stuff. Even though I don't do it a lot, playing my video games sometimes, that's self-care for me. And as women know, a lot of guys play their video games. And... I know some women complain about their their men playing video games, but that's self-care for them. That is self-care. And that may be something that may be one of the only things that a lot of men know that they can go to for their self-care. But as I've said earlier, you have to have several lanes, several avenues for your self-care. Because you may not be able to rely on just playing video games all the time, fellas. You got to try different stuff. Like when I was in my um, therapy session Monday, 
my therapist was telling me how I need to switch up my schedule and stuff because it was getting to the point where I was getting a little burnt out, uh, keeping the same routine all the time, um, going to the gym, going to work, coming home. And it is get it gets a little repetitive at times when you keep doing the same things over again. And you'll get burnt out. So you gotta switch it up sometimes. She told me I need to, you know, maybe take an overnight trip by myself or something. Or I need to take a weekend trip. Just just or go to a, a restaurant that I've been wanting to try for a while. Do something different. Like it's 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 stuff that I know I have to do to switch it up and I have to but the the interesting thing about it is like I was saying you know the more and more that I've been going through my healing process I've been figuring out more things that I want to try more things that I actually like and then I've been seeing things that I didn't like things that I shouldn't have been doing at all that wasn't good for my self-care so yeah, just fellas, just just try different things. Just by by us trying these different things, we'll figure out what's what we like, what we don't like, what's good for our self care, what will bring a different outlook to 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 our lives. Um, and these things might even bring uh, a new outlook to our relationships. You know what I'm saying? Um, we can share those things with our significant other by trying it out by ourselves first and then oh yeah this is cool right here I want to try it out with my lady so you know what I'm saying you take her take her with you next time that you go to whatever place you go and that's something for both of y'all you know that's something that can bring a different dynamic to your relationship so we can't ladies you can't be dismissive of a man's self-care a man's self-care, as well as yours, is internal. It's not external. Nobody can make you happy but yourself. You know, it's self-care. Keyword, self. Just like self-love. Keyword, self. You have to love yourself first in order to be able to give a greater love to another person. And you have to care for yourself first in order to give care to another person and we also have to kind of shed these traditional roles as well you know what i'm saying fellas can't just be taking advantage of your lady doing every damn thing around the house or you know what i'm saying in the relationship or whatever you know what i'm saying sometimes wash the dishes wash the damn clothes you know what i'm saying we we kind of it's it's layers to this to this post and i just wish the person who posted this was a little bit more responsible with how they they wrote it out because it's very dangerous because the the funny thing about this when i initially saw it i wind up seeing it post reposted by other people and that's where posts like this become toxic that initially the post to me the post is toxic but it becomes even more toxic because of how divisive it is between 
the man and woman, particularly the black man and the black woman. So that is my my other avenue that I'm going to discuss. So I feel that this post is, is very toxic because one thing that I've learned by being on social media as long as I've been on it is, you know, a lot of people post things that are personal to them and what they're going through at the moment. And I'm not saying I'm not saying you can't post what you what you want. That's definitely not what I'm saying because you can do what you want to. But I feel if from how I look at it is I see a lot of women talking about how they want a good man. They want this type of relationship and stuff like that. But then they contradict themselves by posting things that will bring a divide between the man and the woman. A lot of these posts, I feel, come from trauma and pain. I mean, I've been there. You get mad at somebody, so you post something on social media to, in reference to them, whether it's subliminal or direct. Uh, the posts like this don't uplift. They just perpetuate the cycle of toxicity throughout the relationships of men and women, particularly black men and black women. These posts aren't cool because the, the funny thing about it is I saw people on social media that I follow, that I respect, and that I have connection to as far as uh, a spiritual journey and a positivity journey uh, um, going down that down that same path and I see I saw some of them commenting on the post and even reposting it and I was like wow but it was also a learning experience and a reminder to me that you're not going to agree with everybody that you vibe with you know and that's not a bad thing because like i've said on this podcast before i cannot stand followers i cannot stand following i do not i despise being a follower and that's something i've always despised so it's good to not always agree with somebody that you vibe with but it has to be in a healthy way and I feel like this stuff right here is not healthy. It's toxic. Because when it's coming from a person like the the, the first reposter that I saw post this had like uh, 200 and some thousand followers or whatever. That's a problem. That's a problem when uh, a woman who has... 200 and something followers and she's posting toxic toxic stuff like this <laughs> because a lot of people on social media are followers and they will run with stuff like this 
And like I said, I went through the comments and all I saw was, there are no lies there. Woo, child. Yes, I agree with you, this and that. And I saw a lot of guys on there, too, going at it. And then I saw some Steve Harvey guys on there agreeing with it. And that will be another topic for later, the Steve Harvey effect. <laughs> but I also did see uh, some women on there that didn't agree with it. And they were coming from the same standpoint that I was, that this is this type of stuff is toxic and it's divisive and it's bad for the relationship between black men and black women. And I feel like this post uh, just shows me more how much healing we have to go through. We need more healing and that healing has to come from within in order to be displayed in the relationships. But a lot of people don't understand that. A lot of people think that you have to heal the external in order for the internal to be right. And I was one of those people. I was one of those people that was like, until uh, uh, I get this job or I get this salary, my life ain't going to be this way, da-da-da-da-da, if I don't get, if I don't meet this person or something like that. And a lot of people look at things like that, and that that is, uh, that that's not a healthy way of of going, going through life. And this is not me being judgmental, because if anybody know me, and if you listen to the first two episodes, I talk about my stuff. <laughs> And I will continue to because I feel like there is no better way for me to convey this message but only to speak on my experiences. And I also kind of like just feel like based on my experiences that an, uh, another reason why like <laughs> this stuff is is toxic because it's a lot of it's a lot of fear there when it um when it comes to uh males and females in relationships and to particularly uh focus on the post like uh how I said that I felt like the person who posted this was talking about was trying to convey roles in the relationship and I feel like uh, a lot of women attach themselves to those traditional roles because they think that that's what they're supposed to do in order to keep a man or they're trying to prove how good of a woman they are to that man in order to keep him away from another woman and this is not to attack women or anything. This is just based off of my experiences and what, I, what I've seen. And men have their, their fears and what they feel like they, tr they have to try to prove, whether it's through money, materialistic things, what car they're driving, uh, how they're dressing, and uh, how strong they are. You know, so... It's, it's, it's always layers when it comes to uh, relationship stuff, but I feel like the 
the core thing that we need to focus on is getting right with what's going on with us internally. Um, our our self-love, our self-worth, our self our self-care. And I feel like men and women, we have to be careful, black men and black women, we have to be careful with dismissing each other's feelings, emotions, our self-care, our self-worth, self-love, because we all have gone through some sort of trauma that's playing out in our adult lives excuse me, some sort of trauma that we've we've dealt with while we were children, what we saw that happened with our parents or grandparents, whoever. We have gone through some sort of trauma that has shaped our lives and a lot of us are still dealing with in our adult lives. And I feel like it's time for us to start healing and we need to stop going back and forth with each other we need to stop trying to see who is right and who is wrong and come together this has been centuries of back and forth between the black man and the black woman it really has and this is this is something that's been put on us this isn't something that we even created this is something that was put placed on us and we're still following that same cycle to this day and we just have to start supporting each other uplifting each other and of course we're going to make mistakes we are but we can't let those mistakes be the overall view of an individual of a man a woman all men and all women we really have to come together because it's a lot of emotionalist emotionalist men out here that aren't in touch with their emotions scared to be in touch with their emotions to speak their feelings to their woman, or to anybody because of the stigmas. And it's a lot of women out here that are lashing out because they're holding on to things that they were taught, things that they were seen, and they're frustrated. But we can't take out our frustrations and our anger and stuff on each other. Trust me, I've been there. And I will not sit here and act like I ain't never done none of that stuff because I have. And the more more and more I think about it and the more and more I see my growth and my healing, I understand why I was doing it and how it just wasn't good at all. But we gotta we gotta have more love for ourselves and you know uh more love for uh each other and
you know, I love all my black women. I love my black men. You know, we all have to do better and we can do better together. So I'll end this episode on that note. And I feel like I went through everything. I feel very good and comfortable with what I've spoken about. And get at me uh, on Instagram. Um, That's a taste to consider podcast on Instagram. And also, you can get at me on my other page, greatest.i.am.blog. And that's the Instagram for my blog page. And my blog website is greatestiamblog.com. And check it out. And let me know what you think. And with the podcast, make sure that you download. And by you downloading, uh, I get my, my credit, my numbers for uh the podcast and that's important so you know more people can can see what I'm doing what I'm speaking about and download listen and delete that's what you do right there so you don't have to worry about it you know taking up so much space on your phone download listen and delete and give me a rating too if you on uh Apple Podcast app, give me a rating. If you on Google Play, give me a rating. I will definitely appreciate it. I appreciate all y'all. You know, uh I got a great response from episode two, Never Seen a Man Cry. I got a, a lot of texts from it and a lot of DMs from it. And I definitely appreciate y'all. I appreciate y'all uh taking your time to listen to me. You know, it's 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 a beautiful thing for me. So I'm going to leave y'all with this. Every day
Sing 